Before the RouterFlex podcast episode of the day, a quick word from our sponsor and friends at Marketing 360. Try the number one marketing platform for small business. Everything you need from design to marketing to CRM. Learn more at marketing360.com. Marketing 360, fuel your brand. Shay, what's up? How you doing? Hi, good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I've been watching your, you, you're, are you, you might want to scoot, scoot closer to that mic so I can make sure I hear you just a little bit. All right. Just a little bit. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I've been watching the progress butterflies. I'm an earbud guy. So uh, I'm watching, I need, I need better earbuds. I want better earbuds. So every time I see you pop up on social media, I'm like, okay, what's going on here? Let me see where they're at. So I thought (laughs) we should bring you back to the Rider Flex podcast. Give us an update. Tell us, well, for, yeah, first of all, you might want to give an overview of just butterflies and kind of just the quick story. You don't have to go into the full thing because I know you've been on the show, but give us a quick story, then maybe give us an update. Okay. Well, first, thanks for having me back. Yes. Um, so butterflies is an earbud that's different than anything else in the market in that it flexes and conforms to your ear while it moves. The human ear is constantly moving when we are talk, to and exercise. Our earbuds will flex and move with your ear um, as it moves. The earbud industry really started about 14 years ago and everyone in the space uses the same clamshell, hard plastic clamshell material design. That's because about 14 years ago, they were designed for like a half an hour, an hour's worth of music. The way we consume content and the content we're consuming has changed dramatically since then. Um, and But no one has changed much and no one is going after a different vertical besides that of the music industry. Mm. So we set out to build an earbud that can comfortably be worn for long periods of time and that is optimized for the spoken word. So our speaker system is pretty as a pretty high-end speaker system that comes from the hearing aid industry. Okay. Um, and so for that reason, we have a, a pretty clean, pristine sound that that is allows for big music and, and sound effects, but also allows for clarity of the spoken word. Mm. For that reason, we are those people who are heavy earbud users are are doing zoom calls all day are they're making phone calls all day they are in between times they're listening to audiobooks and podcasts um and so they're very heavy in the spoken word space they like i'm you know our demographic loves music but generally listens to music on things like big speakers or the big cans mm-hmm. so we designed specifically for this um we are launch we are currently launching this week oh you're launching uh, this week oh you're launching this week <laughs> so they're starting to run off the line we just sent our first shipment out which is pretty exciting by the way we're recording this on may 14th we'll try to get this episode out as soon as possible especially since you're la- launching this okay, week. okay yeah all right all right um, they're, so, they're coming okay. they're being manufactured coming off the line right now today yes today wow. um i mean there's so there's Arguably, we have just navigated the biggest crisis in supply chain in the industrial world, right? right? And we, as a little guy, we still were able to get, make it happen with really high-end components. Mm. 
Um, and we're coming off the line this week, but our box manufacturer, if we had to get bumped for a bigger guys, I'm so bummed. Mm. But anyway, so our box ship. So no, nobody's getting shipped this week. When do you, when do you think you'll ship? Yeah, I mean, we've shipped a few because we had a few prototype boxes, but we will ship right now. The 25th is when they're getting, we can ship them out. So okay. the box will get to the manufacturer and, but I mean, that's how it goes in the manufacturing space. I just, it's so crazy. Cause after all we went through to have the box, the thing that delayed us, it never occurred to me, but it's a beautiful box. So I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, the uh, talk about your buds a little bit. Um, I mean, you know, so they conform to your ear. So what is that? What is that? Is it like a little sci-fi thing? Like I put it in and it kind of squeezes against what, what is it? How does that work exactly? So it, it's called a, a short derivative, but it's really squishy material. Okay. Our short value is very low. And so it really flexes with your ear. It also has a nice property that the longer you wear it, it heats up with your body temperature. Ooh. So it, it's even more comfortable. Oh, um, so it's really I nice. Like I, I'll wear them all day and I forget they're in. I mean, it gets embarrassing when you're like talking to someone at the grocery store and you're like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so rude. I have your earbuds in still, but you forget about them. So that's <laughs> Um, well they, I mean, do they stay in? I mean, I got two, pro I got, I got three problems with my earbuds. Number one, like you said, they get uncomfortable after a while. Number two, they fall out. Uh, and number three, they don't stay charged up long enough. Yeah. <laughs> So actually we, we have solved for all three of those. Our first, um, and those are the biggest issues, by the way, you're not alone. Those are the biggest issues in the earbud industry, particularly since the way they were designed is different. The use case for them is different than the way we use them today, right? So we're using them for much longer periods of time and for different activities than we, they were originally built for or designed for. Ours, because of the material design, do tend to stay in, um, don't fall out as much as all other earbuds, um, which is really nice. Yeah. Our first um, earbud, the Curiosity earbud that's coming off the line right now, is a wireless earbud, but it's tethered. So the two earbuds are tied together. Mm. Um, and as a result, we've been able to add an extra battery pack to the the dongle that sort of the control in the uh, in the tether. So you get up to eight hours of usage, which is different mm. than an eight hour battery life because mm. you can use, when you use it, it goes down to three, right? Ooh, so the tethered gives you an extra battery pack. Plus if they do fall out of your ear, they don't hit the ground, huh? Yeah. And we have a cool system that it's called a T2, it's, it's Estron's T2 connector system. So if you prefer to not have Bluetooth, like a lot of people who meditate or who want big sound you can get better sound after out of a wired earbud so mm -hmm. plug it into your device we have mm -hmm. that capability so okay. it's a it disconnects from the earbuds and you can put the wired cable into your and oh. plug it into your device i see okay yeah. the one that's uh coming off the line this week it's now you called it the curiosity wireless g2 why why yeah. why that name uh, well curiosity just because that's one of our biggest value propositions, especially for when like we're hiring, we want to always have people who are curious, but also our customer base um, is a curious group. That was like one of the big identifiers uh, we could find about them. They love to learn new things. They love to 
explore different podcasts and audiobooks and mm-hmm. generally they're on zoom calls so in school or working all day and so this is just a, a group of people who have curious minds and so we wanted to okay to give a nod what's, to the, that. what's the g2 what is that oh that's so boring it's just generation two Oh, oh. <laughs> the first okay. ones were wired. I see. So I guess I should have figured that out. I should have been uh, more, more creative about that, but that's all right. G two is mysterious. It's like oh, G2, oh let's keep it uh, mysterious. <laughs> can you get it in more? Can you get get it in other colors besides yellow? You, we have a champagne powder because um, this was in the birth of butterflies came on the ski hills of of steamboat. Oh, um and okay. so and it was because i was wearing had those apple buds that you plug into your phone the wired ones mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. and i had fallen asleep with them the night before and i was going skiing on a powder day and you know you want to get up as early as possible and so i was so nervous i was going to miss the ski day but i love listening to music when mm-hmm. i'm skiing so i actually broke them open those apple earbuds i broke open that little clamshell and i put them in my kids swimmers wax and it wasn't perfect. My hair got stuck in it and stuff, but the sound environment was super clean. I never, ever got that ache or that soreness, even though I had like worn them the night before. Um, and I was wearing a helmet, so they stayed super comfortable under pressure. So we did Great. this. That's why the that other color is a nod to, to champagne powder. The I, see. I yeah. see. I see. <laughs> and it's like okay. a it's like this cool, like icy white gray color. So mm, like, I don't like, see that on the website. Well, wait a minute. Is that what the color is on these? Uh, I'm looking at the website. Is that what the color of the uh, G3 is the wireless? No, it's the, you'll see it. Uh, I think there's not a problem with the website. Um, you should, the, both colors are on the product page. Oh, they are. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm probably, I'm probably not looking in the right place. Okay. Okay, by the way, for the listeners, it's butterflies.com, butterflies.com, that's F-L-Y-S, butterflies.com. Um, can ever, can people go there to like, uh, can they pre-order, order, what, what are we doing right now on the website? So we are still in pre-order, you can order, pre-order right now, I mean, it is about a week out before we'll be able to ship them, um, but yeah, we're ready to go. We've had actually, so that's the coolest news is that we've we were able to sell a ton. We're almost sold out in our first production run. What? Um, just in pre-order, which is nice. awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. awesome. It shows that we've like addressed a market need that was needed out there, right? There was a pain point in the space and we've yeah. addressed it. So that was really reassuring. And the worst thing in the world is that I can't ship these today because- well. You know, you know, may, I mean, maybe, I don't know, you know, it's, uh, you know, you're creating this like, oh man, I can't wait to get those. Oh man. It's like, oh, these are hard to get. These are, these are, you know, I got to wait for them. I mean, some of that's, some of that creates the excitement around it. I think a little bit, maybe it ended up being a good thing for you. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree like that can, I mean, this is unintentional, um, but that can create a lot of excitement, but you also, I mean, if I, the, my team and I have been able to wear these. They're so, and all the alpha testers have been wearing them and they're so incredibly comfortable. I want to get them to as many people as possible. So. Mm, I understand. Yeah, I, no, I totally, totally understand. When are the other ones coming out? The wireless. 
So the wires right now, we are, we're doing actually around funding to get them out sooner. We've done a ton of development work um, this year on the, the, that earbud, and right now we're looking at November. Okay. To well, now that you got revenue, though, you don't have to raise as much cash, right? Hopefully. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, hardware is a little expensive because you have to pay cash up front, right? <laughs> and there's a lot of supply chain issues. So we're one of the things we've been doing is putting money down on the components that we need so okay. that we have them ready for the holiday. Mm, like the okay. chip. I don't know if you've heard about the crisis the what? with the chips, uh, the uh, microchips out in the world right now. Oh, what? No, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm behind on that news. What's up? What's the deal? So there's a huge demand for these microchips that are essentially made from only a few places in the world. Mm. Um, and everyone is trying to get them. Luckily, we were able to secure enough for our first launch of the next release um, and for the remainder of this year. Um, but it is it, it was a little touch and go there for a bit. Okay, okay. But I mean, hey, you, you're... you're... I mean, they're coming off the line. You're shipping on the 25th, I think you said. I mean, that's good news. Plus, you got all these pre-orders. You're almost sold out of your first batch. You're trying to yeah. raise enough cash cash to get your G3 released. I mean, man, I mean, I know we hit the pandemic and there were some supply chain issues, but it sounds like things are going okay, right? Yeah, things are awesome. And like, and we have just such an incredible team and we were able to do all of this with like a lean, very savvy team. Mm -hmm. And I, you know, we had, we had an all hands meeting last week for, for planning. Um, and it was just so cool to sit around and be like, Oh God, you guys did this. This is amazing. You know, that's pretty yeah, cool. All right. All right. Yeah. Cause it was how many, how many years in the making to get to launch, to get to launch in, in a, in a, what is it next week? Not, yeah, I guess next week. Yeah. How many years in the making to get to, to, to get to delivery next week? So the first three years we really worked on um, product market fit establishing the brand, making sure that there was a need in the marketplace for this, doing all the IP around it. And then the, we, you know, it's, this is a new invention, nothing that's ever existed on the market. So it took us three years to get to mm. this point. Wow. Which is wow. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But I, you know, that's how it goes. And we're really proud of what we've accomplished and it's cool. How did Shea survive? Remind me, how did you survive? Did you eat ramen noodles every day? You got family and kids. What's going on? How did you survive yeah. three years? With the, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's funny. I think I might have told you this last time, but I, when I started this, I sat my husband down. Like he was like, I needed someone to bounce it off of and also impacts him because I was no longer getting a salary. Right. Um, and I was like, Hey, you know, two things I was thinking like one, go back and get a PhD in economics, which I love. Um, or I could start butterflies and, you know, let's see where it goes. And he's like, well, you know, we're already paying for your last graduate program. So why don't, why don't we do this? And, and now he's like, okay, I really shot myself in the foot with that one. Cause this is way more expensive, <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, no, it's rough. I mean, it's not easy. We've been, I mean, amazingly blessed because we got uh, awarded the $250,000 grant from OEdit, the state of Colorado, mm -hmm. which is just the m coolest program in the world. And we've yeah. had, um, you know, and I don't know, I've done well over my career. So we had a little cash, had a little, had a little cash saved up. Did you, yeah. I, I forgot, I forgot from our first conversation. Did you raise, did you raise a seed round or did you get some early investors too? 
Yeah, so we raised a small pre-seed round, which we closed okay. in April 2020. So right in the heart of the shutdown and the pandemic. So we felt very blessed. We actually oversubscribed that round, which was really nice and unanticipated. Um, so hey guys, yeah. hey guys, I know it's a pandemic and I'm starting a brand new company making something that's never been made, but can you give me a bunch of money? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you say it that way, it would have made me a year ago. I would have been really nervous. Like, let's not talk about it that way. We did. You hey, you raised cash in April of 2020 for a brand new business. That right there deserves some sort of like award or something. I know. I, okay, I'm glad you said that because it felt like pretty touching. Because, you know, understandably, tons of investors at the time were like, yeah. We don't know what's going to happen. The stock yeah. market's crashing. We got to hold on to our cash. And yep. still people at the last minute were like, okay, we're in, we're in, we're in, we're in. I was like, oh, okay, all right, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good. Of course, now, not to get too deep into your financials, but you'll be, uh, you know, you'll be burning cash, you know, as they say, burning cash on the income statement for a while longer before you actually get to profitability. What do you, what do you think on yeah. profitability? You think, uh, yeah, I mean, hey, you're you're good at economics. You probably got it. You probably got it all mapped out. What are you thinking next year, year after? What do you What do you think? So we can be break even by next June, by, based on our prediction. Okay. That does entail a capital raise. Um, cool. But getting this the next earbud out, um, which will be really, which will add a different price point to our our mm -hmm. product set. I saw that. Um, and so that helps a lot with sales because people always want a choice, right? Mm -hmm. Right now their choice is the color difference. And we'll we'll keep rolling new with this product, we'll keep rolling new color schemes out and feature sets because we can update the form firmware. Um, mm -hmm. So there'll be a lot more to come on this earbud, but the next one will also have a lot more features, primarily a software hardware integration that's pretty sophisticated um that has a potential for another revenue stream down the line ah okay okay and are you gonna do, do i are you gonna like try to tie something into the music labels or something are you gonna try to make some deals with the you, did we talk about that i mean or am i having a brain cramp you're gonna try to make some yeah so we have a uh, not on the music side because everyone else in the earbud space is going after the music side. We while we sound really good with music, we really are all in on making those who wear heavy earbud or those who are heavy earbud users um, address their needs. So we are more on the audiobook side. We have a partnership with a big audiobook um, company and with podcasters and so forth. So this is mm, our podcast oh, deal, deals, deals with podcasters. Okay. Well, yeah. that's what, I'm, a, I'm a podcaster. I think, we, yeah, you, I, know. I think we need to talk after the show, make a deal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how does the audio book deal? What is that? Is that like a, they, like they put you on the website, like our, our, our earbud of choice or what, what, what does that look like? Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like we're under NDA, so we can't really talk about too oh, much okay. of the details, but it is a, okay. primarily for us, it's a huge marketing play. Um, they, their parent company actually has an earbud and they went with us because of our focus on this space particularly um, and the vetting they had done around us. So this is a perfect synergy between the two companies, if you will. Mm. I guess synergy sort of cliche these mm. days, but um, 
And so it's really a cool experience. And the CEO and founder of this company is an investor in us as well. Uh, I think I remember you telling me that. Yeah. Now, did this come from your uh, your contacts back in the music day? Did you have did you reach into your Rolodex and call some people, some powerful people you knew over at Warner uh, or Sony or something or something like that? Yeah, I wish that was it, but I actually just ran into the CEO at a bar in Telluride. Oh, okay. <laughs> you never was, know what you never know what kind of doors can be opened at a bar, right? I mean, come on, you never know. I mean, he was in the back of the bar, and I was going going to the bathroom and I was like, Oh, I ran into him. I was like, Hey, um, I, a, he is my mentor. Like, I'm like, you're my mentor, but you don't know me because he's written <laughs> books. Um, and I built my product to make your product that much better. And like, <laughs> that was your opening right. line. Was that your yeah. opening line? Yeah. Well, honestly, I have a glass of wine because otherwise I wouldn't have been so bold, but I can just see yeah. this. The CEO's at a bar and he's like, who is this lady? She's like, I know. He's like, oh, here it goes again. Here we go. Here we go. Another earbud maker. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's a pretty cool story. I like that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was cool. I mean, I thought for me, it was just exciting to be able to talk to him. And then it kept progressing and progressing and now here we are so it's pretty cool now do you know how many uh, want to be entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs they have no idea what kind of guts you have to have to to be an entrepreneur whether it's asking people for cash or approaching people at a, in a scary situation or or whatever introducing yourself like listen if you're going to start a business and you're going to be an entrepreneur and you got to like open some doors and make some sales and make some you, you got to be brave i mean you got to be able to walk yeah. right up to a ceo in a bar and be like hey my name my name's shay what's up let's talk <laughs> <laughs> it's either brave or crazy, right? Right, a little bit of both. <laughs> I, I mean, you should coach me on this, but I, you know, it's hard because you feel like everyone should be as scrappy as you are, but I, every hour I'm in an uncomfortable situation. I mean, there's yep. never a time where I'm like, right. oh, I just absolutely know what we're doing, like 100%, <laughs> right? Because we've invented something that doesn't exist. We're coming off, we invented, like, we had to invent the tooling system, right? That's yep. totally different than what's on the market. Um, and it's hard, you know, there's tons of ups and downs. And the worst oh, thing for me is the 3 a.m. wake up where I'm like, oh, I, yes. you know, I forgot this or I must've done that wrong or I could have done this better. And I would say like the biggest, one of my biggest challenges is Zoom calls when they go from like, there's, there's a 60 seconds in between. I mean, you used to have like travel time in between meetings, right? So at least you could walk to the next meeting room. Now they're 60 mm. seconds and you're like, okay, bye. And the next one you're on and they're totally different subjects, right? So you're switching between, you know, hardware design, electronics, software design, finance, legal, you know, like, it's not like you're like, oh, okay, these are all working together. Right. <laughs> welcome intense. to the world. Well, yeah. for all you listeners out there, welcome to the world of entrepreneurship right here. Here you yeah. go. How do you, you know. coach, how do you coach your, you know, it's um, it's interesting you bring this topic up um, because I'm trying to get ready to go to do some vacation next week. My wife and I are gonna for you. take the we're gonna take the camper and go up the mountains for a little bit. But but my my point on that was gonna be it's super emotional to do that as a as an entrepreneur, startup CEO. That is really hard to do emotionally. Like it's really hard to go okay. Hmm, I'm not going to work for four days. That means 
who knows what could happen. <laughs> I mean, and that means, you know, you're not generating business. You're not making calls. I mean, I have a team, like we have 10 people now we have 10 employees at RiderFlex, And so I have a great team that's going to do a lot of things for me while I'm gone, but I still feel uh, hyper emotional and sensitive around it because I'm not helping and being involved and, and doing my part. Right. So it's, mm -hmm. it, it is truly, uh, very emotional to be a, yeah. a startup CEO. It's, it's probably the hardest part, really. I mean, okay, besides, you know, making sure you don't run out of cash. So we all, you know, let's set right. that aside. You know, you got to make yeah. sure you don't run out of cash. But besides that, besides not running out of cash, the emotional piece around it and the stress around being a startup CEO, it's really just, it's hard to describe for people, right? Isn't it? I mean, people that you talk to on the street that haven't experienced it, it's like, you can't, you can't really... They don't, they don't get it. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's hard. Don't I don't know. It. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, I really don't know how I've been able to um, relax. I've learned a little bit more how to try to relax a little bit, but you're right. It's always there. That edge of whatever, you know, can happen, anything, right? Whether it's cash flow, clients, who knows? Um, the sort of edge is always there. Um, you what have to some, what's one or two things that you've found that helps relax you? Uh, number one, alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Glass of wine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> number two, marijuana. <laughs> no. I'm not, it's not just drugs and alcohol, but uh, <laughs> uh, you know, um, I think you can, you need to have a hobby. I guess my biggest piece of advice on that would be what is your thing outside of your immediate family and work, whatever your thing is. I think that's important. That would be my biggest piece of advice. I am a Jeep slash trail riding camper guy. So I'd, I'd love, like, I, I will get in my Jeep and just go for a full Saturday and just get away and and so that's my thing. And I think whatever your thing is, whether you're a golfer or a bowler or a painter or, you know, you like to fish or whatever, I think you need to have some sort of activity that forces you to turn off the laptop and get away and kind of shut your cell phone off for a little bit. I think that's key. Um, yeah. And, and, and awesome. so that would be my biggest thing is you got to do that. And I will, I will do that. Like I will, I will get up from my desk on a Friday afternoon at one and I will pack my tent and Jeep and I'll go for two days. And when I come back, I just feel totally refreshed because I'll, yeah. I'll get away from the phone. You have to kind of force yourself to do it. Um, yeah. I think that's key. That's, that's, yeah. that's key. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, I think no, about it and we skied all winter. I mean, despite the fact that, you know, it's a challenge and that yeah. is just my little slice of heaven. And now I have to right. find something for the summer. Yeah, <laughs> so, you find something. Cause your kids yeah. are, your kids are younger, aren't they? How They're younger, but this was like the first year they could ski. They could go on any run with us. It was, it was awesome. So okay. fun. Uh, okay. It's hard to have, it's hard to have a hobby as an adult when you're, when you still have young children at home because they're, it is hard because they're, they're doing stuff. And so anytime you do have off, it's usually with them. And so that's, that makes it super difficult. Um, it, that is a challenge. I mean, I love, I would say like a, right now I have to focus on 
because they're in sort of the sweet spot right now, and so yes. I have to focus yes. on hanging with them before they don't want to, before they don't want to hang with yeah. me. Uh, so, yeah, I mean that is Ooh. the thing. But I I agree that mental. I mean, even when you're stressing about taking vacation, it is so critical because I think it gives you a different mindset. Like you just have to get out of because when especially when you're a CEO of a new company you are going from visionary to tactical, you know, within the same hour, right? right? Absolutely. And like going on a long hike or going on a long, um, you know, ski, we, I, I like to tele ski so like we can hike up and stuff. Um, it just means the world to me because I get better thinking, you know, and even yes. if I focus on business and I just love business, but I like that changing your mindset experience and you don't get it if you don't take breaks right i told i totally agree i think part of the key there is turning off the input you know you're you're on a you're in a situation right. where a lot of times your cell phone's not working you don't have your li- laptop open and so your mind can relax enough to think just just think and relax about things and so i'll do the same thing if i'm in the mountains by the campfire or on a trail I come up with all kinds of great ideas for work because I'm, I'm relaxed enough to think about it and I don't have stuff jamming in jamming towards me, you know, whether it's an email or a phone call or whatever, and I can just relax my brain and my partner always hates it. Cause I'll come back from the mountains on a Sunday afternoon. I'll be like, Hey man, I got 10 new ideas. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. And I also, I recently, I guess it's been about a year. I got an executive coach. And I've never, I mean, I did it one time when I was like at a higher up company where the company was paying for it. Um, but I, it's been awesome. Like just cause you, being able to chat through like the chatter that happens in your head Yes. and there's no, I, you know, it's not like, I mean, I have an amazing part, a co-founder partner um, and she's awesome, but sometimes you'd need to work through all of those details mm-hmm. that's happening in your head before you say them out loud, right? And yeah. that's a way to do it where you're in a like, sort of safe space. Plus my coach is just brilliant. So it's awesome to talk to him, you know? Uh, I really that, appreciate that. I've had yeah. lots of entrepreneurs on the podcast that do have a coach and they all say it's well worth it. Matter of fact, I've oh. never interviewed anybody on the podcast that said it wasn't worth having a coach. Everybody. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and everybody that's had one. And I mean, I would like to do it, but I've not ever gone to therapy or anything like that. And it's not like that, but I will say this is just awesome. Now I want to like a therapist. I want to do everything. <laughs> right. Because you need somebody to talk to, you know, as a, as a, right? as a startup CEO, you just, because you can't, you know, you can't tell, the, you can't talk to the team about everything, right? I mean, you just can't. It's not like you're trying to hide stuff from them. You just can't. You can't, you know, show yeah. that you're you're worried or whatever. You got to remain confident in front of them. This is why, you know, it's interesting, right? I, my wife will, uh, she'll see some sort of like notification on the radio or TV about how much a CEO makes. And she'll say, I can't believe these CEOs are making this much money. And I'll say, listen, <laughs> it's a super stressful job. Like I kind of get it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, you it don't is. understand the amount of pressure. Uh, I know. Right. Yeah. Um, um, I was going to ask you uh, real quick. I wanted to go. I, I almost forgot the stuff you're building with your, your earbuds. Is it, do you have a pat? Is there like a patent protected? Like, how are you going to speaking of being stressed? How are you going to stop the competition? How are you going to like stop somebody from like copying this thing? <laughs> I had this funny. I was just on a podcast about 
IP. I mean, we have, we are submitting a bunch of IP. We have our, we have uh, the strategy we are going after is we have the sort of broad umbrella IP, which is the continually pliable ear, earbud okay. that squishes in your ear, right? So no oh, one else okay. has that. Okay. And then from there, we shore, shore up. I mean, we have some pretty sophisticated technology inside that okay. we're going after our, our software hardware integration. So that's, you know, so that's in the realm of like the rings and the, and the nests of the world. Okay. I mean, we're not home doing anything for the home, but, um, and so we are, and it's very expensive, right? And so, but we have chosen to go down this path. Some people don't because um, it's just expensive. And then all you're doing is setting up yourself for a good defense. Like I have an incredible attorney um, who knows this space, but I've chosen that, I've chosen her specifically because we need to be defensible, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, in the future, we do hope to become acquired. And I hope to become acquired so that we are still run independently, but we have the backing of a big company, so we can grow even bigger than we want. Is that the goal? So that's what you want. You want Apple to you want Apple to do that, or whoever, whatever. Google. I mean, Apple whatever. would benefit from us because their earbuds are so uncomfortable. No, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, this would be one of those where we could. I mean, in a Unilever, you know how Unilever buys and lets the company run by itself. Like that would yeah. be ideal, okay. and they're so socially responsible and environmentally responsible. Like I would just love those guys. Right. Also mm -hmm. hearing aid companies. We, I mean, I think a year ago, I was predicting that the hearing aid industry would change because a, a Supreme court passed the a ruling that you no longer had to buy hearing aids over the counter. I mean, through a physician, you could now buy them over the counter. So people a year ago would ask me, um, Hey, you know, who, who do you guys want to be acquired by? And the, hearing aid companies have big money that's medical industry right but they're going to lose market share because of this so they need a d2c company that can be worn comfortably for long periods of time right mm -hmm. um and so last week sennheiser's headphone division was bought by a, a hearing aid company i was mm -hmm. like i call it <laughs> would you but, sell would you but you, you would you wouldn't sell right now would you no no yeah, oh we're okay. having so much fun i mean yeah. it's so intense but it is every day like i wake up even if I woke up all night like worrying about something which is such a stupid human behavior by the way but um I'll say you know if you could do anything in the world what would you do and I oh every time my answer is this is what I do I can change if I want right if I know that CEO speaking but of I getting stressed speaking of getting stressed I got to tell you about my new favorite line to calm my stress my new favorite, okay. uh, my new favorite thing I heard this the other day somebody told me they said uh you know, there's like 7 billion people on the planet or whatever, seven or seven point, whatever. I don't, I don't know what the latest stat is. Cause you know, it's like 7 billion people on the planet. And he, he goes, you know, within a hundred years, all current 7 billion will be dead. <laughs> it's like, wow. That is a really good point. I'm like, let me just let that sink in for a minute. <laughs> like, okay. So what you're saying is like on the big scheme of things, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, that's true. You know, it's like he, it was his whole point, because we were talking about being stressed and stuff. And I was, yeah. like, man, I was like, man, I never really thought about it like that. <laughs> I mean, there has to be a way, like I was talking about it, like stress and um, worry, right? Those are human constructs. Yes. But how, 
but they're not necessary, right? And like, if you could be the perfect compartmentalizer where you're like, okay, I'm going to deal with this thing right now. And then I just switch to the next thing and that's it. It's very Buddhist, right? I got to master this where then I'm just doing the next thing. And then it's six o'clock and I'm just hanging with my kids and my husband, right? And that's, um, you figure that out, come back to the podcast. We'll sell it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Or maybe you could coach me through it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's find find Rinpoche or some uh, 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 by the way speaking of selling yeah yeah I wouldn't I mean you definitely want to you know because once you get revenue generated and you start having a couple of years of revenue then you then you really become even more valuable um, yes I had we had a phone call the other day to writer here at Riderflex a company called and was talking to Scott and I about acquiring Riderflex and oh that's awesome it. it's flattering well it's flattering but I mean you know I'm yeah, she says, uh, she goes, uh, she goes, well, you know, have you ever, have you ever just wanted to give up being a business owner, the pains of being a business owner and like, you know, just uh, be an employee again. And I, and this was my answer to her. I said, you know, if I ever have to send another email to ask somebody if I can leave the office early on Friday to go camping, I'm going to shoot myself in the head. So <laughs> the answer is no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so when you get acquired, when you get acquired, you need to have these deals. You need to be like, look, technically I report to you, but not really. <laughs> yeah, right. That's funny because my uh, co-founder, Sarah April, she, everyone reports to her, even me. I'm like, because we all, I just need someone else to talk to. You. Be <laughs> so. <laughs> Uh, you're going to get, that's what's going to happen though, Shay, on a serious note. Yeah. You're going to get this thing going. You're going to get some, some revenue under your belt and yeah, that's, what's going to happen. Uh, you, you're going to get acquired and then, uh, and then we'll be talking later on a couple of years from now, whatever, two or three years from now, we'll be talking and you'll be bored. Cause you'll be Have sitting around you'll be, going, you'll, be go, you'll be going to your kid's soccer game or whatever. And you're going to be like, ah, I think I want to start something else. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. I know. That's a problem. I mean, that's the catch 22. I'm like, okay, now what's next? Let's get it that's going. Right. <laughs> Congratulations on your progress since you were on the show last. Super happy thank for you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's awesome. Butterflies.com. That's with F-L-Y-S, butterflies.com. Just to make sure we're all on the same page. You can go there. You can pre-order and you might want to, she said she was almost out of the first batch. So if you're going to go, you might want to go to the website like now, yeah. because if not, you're going to be waiting a while. We'll Thank try you, not Shay. to wait too long. Though. Yeah, I'm not going to have to wait too long. Thank yeah. you, Shay. Really appreciate you being on the show. After having me, I appreciate it.